Lights, Camera, Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. The Boss Baby phenomenon continues. New Boss Baby animated series, Back in the Crib, premieres this Thursday, May 19th on Netflix. Joining me, executive producer, Brandon Sawyer. Brandon, so good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, actually, you were on for the last Boss Baby I was, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was episode 94 in 2018. This is episode 230. So yes, yeah, we've both been busy. We have. We've been very busy and you've been really busy in the world of the boss baby. This is a sequel series to a sequel movie. So how did Family Business, the movie that came out last summer, how did that really open the doors to this new series? Well, I mean, they they were the whole genesis of, of this series even existing. I mean, we, we ended... The previous series, we we were able to give it a proper finale and wrap up that whole story. Um, and and mentally, I just assumed I was done. I, I felt like very satisfied with what we did. Uh, but then I got to see an early preview of the movie, you know, probably a year and a half at least before the, the movie actually came out. Mm. And I saw these new characters. I saw, you know, Tina and Tabitha and, and what Tim was like as an adult and Carol and the more I sat with it and watched it, I, I just knew that we were not done with these characters in this world, that there was a whole new version of this show that could exist. Um, just wiping the decks of everything except Boss Baby and kind of starting from there. Uh, I had the chance to talk with Tom McGrath uh, for the movie. Oh, Tom, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. And I love that you bring in Ariana Greenblatt to reprise her role as Tabitha. I saw her, some of these, watching these movies at home during COVID, a one and only Ivan and Love and Monsters. I think she's a fantastic young actress. She's so good. Uh, so great having her back. How was it working with her on, on the series? Oh, she's amazing. I, I, I uh, when we were working on the cast for this series, uh, they, they brought us into a recording session with her and Tom McGrath for the, for the movie saying, you know, you should come look and see if maybe you want to work with her and maybe have her be Tabitha on the show or if you feel like you need to recast. And I watched it, I mean, two minutes, uh, you know, in a few lines in, I was like, nope, uh, no second guessing here, you know, that she is so good. Her instincts are so good. Um, she's so funny. She's got such a great texture to her voice. She's so natural in her performance that, uh, yeah, I was, I was thrilled to, to work with her. Nice. I can't wait to see her career continue to rise and rise. So you wrote this first episode of Back in the Crib. What What's the checklist? What is the prep for making the perfect first episode of a new series? Oh, perfect, man. I wish I knew. Uh, but, you know, to make what we made, um, I would say the first was just a need to exist. You know, why, why are we doing this? Um, and there was the practical question of, well, the movie has given us this this device, this this formula, you know, upgrade that can shrink an adult back into to baby form. So we needed an excuse to do that. You know, why why might he need or want to do that? Um, so that was the first task. And then coming up with that idea of, well, <laughs> he works for a, a big corporation as an adult. Why don't we just frame him for embezzlement and send him on the run from the FBI? Uh, once that was in place things started falling together pretty quickly. Uh, that was that was the big key. Good. Yeah, I was surprised as we were going down that path with the embezzlement in the first It's kind of deep and it's kind of real and raw and relates to a lot of what's going on in the news. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to do. <laughs> you know, Tina describes Ted, the boss baby, as unorthodox. Based on your time working with the boss baby himself, 
Would you describe him as unorthodox or, or something else? Oh, absolutely. Um, and and I think if you watch this series, especially, we, we tell a very uh, you know linear serialized story from from beginning to end of this series. And by the end, you're going to see how unorthodox he is as a, a baby corp employee. Uh, lots of big surprises toward the the end of the season. Okay, cool, cool. Now, one of the highlights for sure, I've seen the first couple episodes of this, one of the highlights is Butt Snuggers Diapers and the incorporation of that. Okay, how does that emerge in the writer's room, whether it was an actual writer's room or a virtual writer's room this time? How did that name emerge? Oh, you know, I wish there were a better story than it was just funny. And it, it that was probably, I, I will always give credit where credit's due, but I think that one was me. I think that was in that first script just coming up. I just, you know, we knew that this new CEO, Nanny Cam, played by Nicole Byer, was going to be an influencer and, and was going to hawk some product. And so it was just, what's the funniest product for her to hawk? And just the, always look for musicality in, in the words. And Butt Snuggers Diapers uh, was just, it worked. It does work. Those are some funny moments when she looks into the camera and, and the one-liners, uh, because you see all these product placements of these advertisements. They're so good. And and I saw Nicole at the Critics' Choice Awards. I remember the Critics' Choice Association. She coasted with Tate Diggs in March. So funny. She did a great job with him. Uh, I'm sure working with her was just as much of a joy. It was, absolutely. I, I I am crushed that all these wonderful people that we got to work with on this show, that this all happened during COVID, because... I still, to this day, have not sat in a room with probably 90% of them, um, and Nicole's one of them. You know, we cast her uh, remotely, we recorded remotely, and the energy, even over Zoom like this, was just so much fun um, that, that I was sad I was not there, you know, across the glass in the booth to, to see it happen in person. Right, right. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully in person soon, maybe for another uh, season, another project. And and I think uh, I've got friends of mine who uh, older people and younger people who really like Nicole Byer, like what she's doing. So I think that's going to uh, help amazing. Yeah. viewership of this show. Back in the crib, it's this Thursday, uh, May the 19th on Netflix. Brandon Sawyer, executive producer, is with me now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. You won two Emmys for the Penguins of Madagascar series that you were a part of. You've been a part of these projects with these iconic DreamWorks animation characters. Those penguins are awesome. How have you seen that firsthand, the impact that these characters have had on people of all ages? Well, it's I <laughs> I, I get it from from friends who either travel or live, you know, in, in different countries of the world. Like I, I just, um, you know, last week maybe got a, a, a photograph from a friend who's who's working on a, a movie in, in Hungary. And he sends me this bus station ad with with the boss baby and a dog and, and, and you know, the text in Hungarian um, and, and just the number of times I've gotten that, you know, just uh, bootleg penguins, T-shirts in a market in Brazil. Like, it's just I I forget how how global I mean, you can't I can't think about that because it would paralyze me <laughs> like, oh, millions of people around the world care about what's going to happen to this character next. If I start going down that road, I'm just I'm going to be a wreck at the keyboard. Um, so for me, it's just a fun bonus that happens afterwards to see to see how people are responding to it. Right. Wow. I got to go to Hungary, I guess, and see the bus stop <laughs> with the boss baby on it. It's amazing. What I'll make a little shrine. 
Yes, yes, yes. Amazing what, you know, marketing and and animation can do for people around the world. And you have certainly seen that. And uh, an interesting line from Tina, I believe it's in the first episode of of Back in the Crib, where she says uh, to the boss, baby, you know, we have lives and, and interests outside of our jobs. What are your interests and and your life like outside of your job? And can you really make that separation, even though what you're working on is is so fun to have that separation in that family life and outside interests? I do. And, and, and I will say that that was one uh, benefit of, of doing this show during a pandemic was that, I mean, right now I'm, I'm sitting in my bedroom office where I've been working for the past two and a half years and it's lovely to just be able to, you know, finish work or take a break from work and just open the door that's right here and and spend some time with my family. Because um, that's, you know, that's the biggest interest outside of work. And the much more important interest is is just, you know, family time. I got kids. It's it's a pleasure to to to, to be able to to spend time and and do things with them. Oh, it certainly is. And I think families will now gather around their TVs to watch this new Boss Baby series. And before I let you go, Brandon, I was thinking today, I remember my crib when I was a baby. I can still picture being in it. Can you still remember the crib or maybe a first bed that you had? I can't even remember houses. I, I'm a military brat. So I I was lucky to stay any place for two years. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm lucky to remember locations, let alone like specific rooms and cribs in, inside of them. So no, those, those memories are lost to me. Oh, well, the, at least, hey, you've got a nice bed behind you, I see. I do. It's great. Very comfy. When you find inspiration in your daily life, how much of, of daily life has gone into these Boss Baby series that you've been a part of, whether it's interacting with young kids or adults? Uh, it's quite a bit. And, and, I say quite a bit because it's not just me, obviously, um, you know, there's, there's just to give one example. I mean, uh, we have one of our writers, Tanner Tannenbaum spent time with the second city improv troupe in Chicago. Hmm. And late in the season, there's an episode where boss baby goes to Chicago. And the thing he wants to do is see this improv troupe. It's not second city, uh, but he wants to see this, this improv troupe. And uh you know, that's that that was coming out of this this writer's experience. There's a lot of little things like that where just, you know, I love surrounding myself with people who have life experience, who who've been to things and seen things and and having that come to life in in you know our weird boss baby way. I tell people all the time, the most talented people working in the industry today are in animation. And you prove it once again with DreamWorks, the boss baby back in the crib, new series this Thursday, May 19th on Netflix. Brandon Sawyer, executive producer. Thank you so much for being back on the LCJ Q&A podcast today. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more of these LCJ Q&A podcast episodes, you can get them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. And for more, you can go to my Twitter at LCJ Reviews and lights-camera-jackson.com.